Ladies and gentlemen, the questions you've all been asking are now being answered. Welcome to another edition of It's All About Who You Know, the podcast where influential people talk big topics in sports, faith, and more. Your host is a former Oregon State wrestler. He has a 4.9 star Uber rating and is currently undefeated in his MMA career. Here is Christian Robertson. Hey. Oh my gosh. gosh. Oh, how are you? I'm good, man. How are you? Good, good. I'm glad you did this podcast with me, man, because, you know, I, I, you know, for you folks that don't know, I, I called him just a minute ago. I was like, hey, man, I, I just we got to do this podcast right now. And he was like, you know what? I'm a good friend and I'll do it right now. So I appreciate it. <laughs> I am a good friend. I'm, I'm glad you told that story. I'm always available, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And that's that's what it's all about, man. Just being there for your buddies. Exactly. Just being there uh-huh. for people. Yeah, how are you, huh? How are you doing? I'm good, but before we get into that, because that's all, you know, obviously I can talk about myself all day, which I will. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> that's uh-huh. why I started a podcast. Uh, but no, guys, seriously, if you like this podcast um, and you want to help support, if you get something out of it, please, just one thing we ask you to do, just share it with one person. Let the world know about this podcast, and the best way you can do that is just sharing it with one person. So thank you, guys. I appreciate that. Um, but I'm good, man. I'm doing well. Uh, I did a, uh, I did a one mile open water swim yesterday. Oh yeah. In 50 degree water with no training. Could you swim before that? Do you know how? Does someone have to teach you? Listen, bro. It'd be more impressive if I said, no, I couldn't. I learned to yeah, swim have said that. in the same day. Um, <laughs> <laughs> It's just like, hey, that's that's how sink or swim, baby. Dude, don't you just get like the biggest like for guys that work out a lot, you know, they're already kind of muscle bound. You know, whenever you go swimming like long distance, you just get so pumped up. Your arms, like I I know at least I do. Whenever I'm yeah. doing swimming, like my my back and my my biceps, everything, my shoulders, everything just gets like just pumped. Oh, dude, yeah. my upper back right now is just like sore as can be. Like I've got I've had a knot in my neck. Like, a, I don't know what it is, like a pinched nerve or something, but it's bothered me for like the last two years. And it's like really messing up right now. Oh, Just because, yeah. like, is everything. It, is, it in the, is it more towards the trap? Like, yeah. I've always had that too. It's on my, my right trap. I've had it since I was a kid, and it's just, damn, it hurts. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know what it is. It's like, there was a couple times in practice where I'd like go in for a shot, and my neck would go like this, and yeah. my whole body would just go. <clears throat> And then I would like yeah. I couldn't finish the shot like my arms and stuff would go numb and I just sit yeah. there for a second I'd be like oh dang mm-hmm. it's weird so yeah it really bothers me but um, and then when I do like the one thing that helps it is like using like a like a lacrosse ball or like a baseball or something and just rolling it out and like just putting all my weight on it oh yeah that's or like, like the, or having somebody just take their elbow when you're laying down and just, yeah. just dig in there yeah that's really the only thing that that remedies it at all. Yeah, I've got yeah. this hook. I use a little bit, but I've used um, the hook. I don't like the hook as much. It, it doesn't. It doesn't do. It doesn't get the job done. Oh. Yeah. So when you got those tight knots, hey, whenever you got a th- like, whenever you just have a thick back, you know, it's just yeah. it's hard to get in there. Yeah. Well. So okay. So like, there's like a a way I can pop my neck to where like it pops it and it kind of like makes it feel better, you know. But so like I'll pull my neck like this, but I wasn't doing it on both sides for like a year. And my mm-hmm. spine actually is in like disalignment because of it now. Wow. It's really weird. Like if I look straight down and like people like my mom noticed it too, 
but like my the way I like sit is not like like my my belly button and my sternum are not in alignment. It's really weird. Yeah. So I probably need to see somebody about that. <laughs> That's probably not a good thing to be. Yeah. You seem like it looks like you've been you've just got done doing ten years of a belly dancing career. Yeah, right. Fine, so. <laughs> That'd be nice. They bet I bet they get paid good. I bet you make a great belly dancer. <laughs> right. <laughs> I wouldn't come see you, but I'm sure you'd make it a lot of tips. You, you know? wouldn't, you wouldn't come see it. You'd be like, you like my body. Just do like a like a Zoom belly dancing business now. Oh yeah, dude, you got like you got one of those uh, those like group workout videos, you know, trying to sell <laughs> on DVD 1999. One of those that show up at two in the morning on your TV. <laughs> All right, guys, this is the this is the Cobra. This is the Cobra move we're doing. Today. Hey man, nothing else is on ESPN. They might as well show me, right? This is for all you snakes out there. All, you know what I'm talking about. You know, Joe Gaither. You know who you are. Joe Gaither. <laughs> Got him. Oh, no. Tag him. No, I didn't say it. I didn't Mojo say 184, it. tag him. Joe's my friend, okay? I'm not, I'm not a part of this. Whoa, bro. I'm out of this one. Joe uses the word snake more than anybody else on the planet. You remember when Logan Terrell... He posted on Instagram. He's like, "Hey, I found uh, J- Joe Gaither's graduation pictures, and it was just a bunch of snakes." <laughs> yes. <laughs> we, you know Riley. You know Riley Gurr. <clears throat> oh yeah. Yeah. No yeah. You know you love you know Riley. Um. So so he was supposed to go with me and Jackson to the swim yesterday, and he bailed. And I'm yeah. not going to say why he bailed. Let's just say it was some shameless I, reason. I could, I could use my imagination. You can use your mat. Yeah. So he bails on us and texts us like 10 minutes. Like, so him and Jackson room together. So Jackson pulls in. I'm like, uh, I'm like, hey, buddy, what's up? He, I, he was like, what's going on, man? I was like, hey, where's Gurr? Is he coming? He's like, no, he's not. And then Riley texts us like 10 minutes after we leave. He's like, hey guys, I don't think I'll be able to make it today. <laughs> it's like, bro, we know you're not that coming. That ship has sailed. <laughs> we're gone, bro. We know. Uh, like, we had a time. We're leaving. That's bro. like that's like Noah on the ark, and there's like that one dude, that one animal that didn't make it. He's like, no, wait, no, come on, let me, let me on. <laughs> <laughs> Looks like this species is extinct. Uh-huh. Um, no, so he couldn't come. But anyway, all that to say, uh, a few, a couple months ago. I don't know. Did you ever meet Peyton? Peyton Bell, short, stocky guy. Regardless, uh, yeah, a, you know I met Peyton. I met Peyton. Um, so, so Peyton puts in the group Snapchat. He's like, "Hey guys, be praying for Riley. He got hit by a car." Uh, <laughs> and so <laughs> it's like, oh, oh shoot! Like everybody's like, oh no, because there's like time in between his next response, uh-huh. and he's like, and they got it on video too or whatever, and like. I know, like, people were praying, like, you know, Uh I was kind of, like, freaking out myself, I was like, what the heck, I was like, yeah, like, Lord, please, you know, help Riley, like, you know, whatever, five minutes go by, he sends this video, I don't know, I still don't know if he meant to send the video five minutes later, or if the connection was bad, or what, but it's that video of that car sideswiping that trash can. (laughs) (laughs) This truck is just flying down the highway and drills this trash can. (laughs) <laughs> and he was like Riley got hit by a car <laughs> it, was, it was so funny. dude that was, was funny so one of so my funny. one of my neighbors but one of my neighbors she has a uh, uh, a form of autism like Asperger or something like that you seriously and... gonna make fun of her 
I'm not gonna make fun of her. No, 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 no. She's <laughs> like, so we're we're sitting we're sitting there. It's like me, and my sister, and her husband in the in the garage. I'm working out, and they're doing whatever. And the and the lady comes by. Her name's Catherine. She comes by, and we have this dishwasher thing that we just got sitting out there. We're supposed to throw it away. And she's like, "When are you gonna take that piece?" And she says another word. But I'm gonna say, "When's she gonna? When are y'all gonna take that piece of trash out of here?" I was like, "Hey." You should, why are you talking about my sister that way? <laughs> <laughs> oh man, thou shalt never let me forget. That's like that's like in uh, in Shrek when they say something. He's like, "Oh come on, it's just a donkey." <laughs> it's just a donkey. The donkey takes wait, it takes a second. Wait, what? What? He's <laughs> just a donkey. He's like, "What is that foul, disgusting beast?" He's like, "Oh come on, it's just, just a donkey." <laughs> Dude, Shrek was, I mean, it's not underrated, but definitely not, but it's a great movie. Yeah, they're all it's good. Like, there's so many like little things in there. It was one of those movies where the kids enjoyed it, but there was like adult jokes that the kids didn't really get either. You know what I'm saying? Sure, sure. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's, uh, <laughs> there's a bunch of movies like that. It's yeah. crazy. Like they, like Disney, Pixar, like they've thrown it in there for years and it's just like, how, how has this been okay? I yeah, remember, I remember. Shoot, like, I think it's pretty cool, pretty clever. Yeah, it is clever, but it's just like, have you ever heard of the the Rescuers Down Under? Have you ever seen that movie or heard of it? Yes, oh, I love that movie. So when that movie first came out, there's a so the the one of the editors, like there's a scene I guess in the movie. It's not. It's no longer in there. But when they're taking oh, off, they edited on, it out. Yeah, they well they edited it out when they finally found it. But there's a frame. They're taking it off, and like the bird is taking off, and there's like a like an apartment complex nearby, and in one of the like buildings, you have to watch it like frame by frame. In one of the buildings is like a naked girl. No way. Like a legit picture of a naked girl in the movie that the editor put in. Dude. And somebody I have, like watched. I, I, I some, have that movie on VHS, so I got. I, I think I still have the original. I'm gonna have to go check that out. The documentation. <laughs> what? Just make sure it's, it's legit. Yeah, know? no. <laughs> I watched this years ago, so I'm you know obviously yeah. I've grown past these. We're not into that sort of thing. Yeah, I, I don't, naked women is disgusting. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not with him on that, you know. I just, I just respect women, but he thinks they're totally disgusting. Take it, bro. So that's his thing. He's, he's not quite out of the closet, in America. Oh like, my gosh, cut it out, bro. <laughs> cut that out. Well, I guess we're not dude, doing a verse. I guess we're not I doing a verse of the day. Oh yeah, dude. Verse of the day. It's uh, my coffee cup. It's not mine, but I found it. it says, "Where I saw that karma." <laughs> nice. Nice. Hey, buddy. No, I'm a What's up? That was cute. Anyway, um, well, yeah. What have you been up to, man? Uh, nothing. Uh, today I'm gonna do a bunch of homework. I have to finish this book for class. I was telling you about. It was so funny because okay, no, no, it's funny. So I'm reading this chapter about this. Per- so this book I have to read is about like it's this Christian book about personality types of the Enneagram deal. I don't know. I have to read it for class and write a book report on it. I hate the Enneagram. But there's this personality type called the challenger or something. It's like really people that are like headstrong, see things as black and white, kind of abrasive, you know, but it's all about the good qualities and stuff. And I'm like, oh, that is to- – this guy is – like I, as I'm just reading through this chapter, I'm like, this is totally barbell. Oh, my gosh. Now I understand. And then as, as I'm reading it, guess who calls me? Barbell. 
and then I tell him what I'm doing and what's going on. And then he gives a totally like the kind of answer that you would expect from that nine personality or the personality that I'm reading. It's like, it Oh, you mean that pool? You mean it was that an pool eight, wasn't it? Has no- it was what? an eight, wasn't it? That's right. That's right. Eight. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Barbell eight. is an eight. That guy sucks, man. Yeah. He's, he's horrible. Feel bad for his family. I know. I think he's going to see him. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. But yeah, I mean that's pretty long. Long story short, you gave an answer that was totally an eight answer. He's like, "Oh, you mean that bull crap?" I was like, "Look, I'm not saying I'm on boat with it. Okay, I'm not on board. Okay, I just have to read it." Yeah, no, I I absolutely despise the enneagram because it's basically the Christian horoscope, and people it really bothers me like when people will be like, "Oh, that person's a three or that person's an eight because a lot of people in our church do that. <clears throat> and it's like, do we need to throw it around all the time? Like, if you know your personality, fine, but. If you're using the term to describe somebody that's an a-hole, like just call them an a-hole. Like don't say, "Oh, it's because they're a... no." Like let's just call them an a-hole. Like what? Let's call them what they are. I don't know. I think it's kind of fun. It's cute. It's clever. I think know? it's annoying as can be. Yeah, I mean that's that's just your eight coming out. You know. Oh my gosh! Listen here, pal. <laughs> but no, no. In all seriousness, no. Like so, he he prefaced the book by saying. It's in order to it's really it's a really good thing to deepen your relationship with God. You need to know yourself better, too. Sure. And I think so whether whatever, like, you know, there's a lot of means, there's a lot of ways you can go about doing that. And I think that's important to yeah. know yourself. No, I think I think people around me just really annoy me with it because they. Uh, it's like the be all to end all for a lot of people, like people will just, you know, throw it out there like, oh, that person's a whatever. And it's like, first of all, not everybody knows what that means. And it's really annoying that you continue to like use it to like not I don't want to say put people in a box because I think it's a good like example, but it really just seems like a Christian horoscope to me. Yeah, I you know, uh, I have no like I'm not for or against it, if that makes any sense. I'm just like, like I said, I have to read it. I'm I'm, I'm not done with it yet. Uh, Like almost halfway through. Um, Yeah. But it's interesting. I like I like reading about just a lot of different things. Yeah. And I do find it interesting. Um, and getting because some of like 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 you said, I think you put it well. I don't like to be put in a box either. Mm-hmm. I don't like that. And I think um, so. And I'm as I'm reading some of the personality types, I see parts of myself in each one. You know, yeah. like oh, yeah. I can identify with this this page describing this personality type. Like that that resonates with me. Sure. So it's like it's cool just to like to find someone that's articulated the way that you might feel sometimes, but without even knowing it yourself. You're like, oh wow, that was actually spot on how I feel sometimes. You know? Yeah, yeah, sure. And and I, um, I mean, here's the bottom line, and is I don't disagree with the enneagram. I think it's a valuable tool, but when it's constantly like thrown at me and everybody's using it, I mean, you know me, like I'm. I can be the king of controversy sometimes. Like I just, I just like things because other people don't and I will dislike things because everybody else does. You know, like I said the other day, like I'm not watching the tiger King because everybody's watching it. Yeah. That's how I was with Fortnite. Everyone started playing Fortnite. I was like, well, first of all, I suck at video games too. So, but I was like, eh, I don't want to play because everybody's into it. (laughs) Yeah, no, that's, I mean, yeah, there's, I can't stand being part of the crowd. Yeah, I know. I, I, I feel you on that. I, I think I'm the same way with a lot of things. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you. I mean, you don't stand out at all. But you know, you probably you you'd like to be the same way. I mean, I could be. I could be. I could. I could hang out with people. You know, I could. I can have a good time. 
you know, I can hang out with people and, and kind of be in the same boat. And I know you, you like, if we're hanging out with a group of people or just like just something chill and someone says something and you're, and you, that you, in back of your mind, you're like, oh, that, that signals for me a debate time. Let's have a debate and just ruin this whole vibe we got going on right here. <laughs> oh. I know exactly what situation you're talking about, too. and I'm just like, and I'm just in there like, ah, oh, damn, barbell, come on, we're just, we're just having a good time. Well, you know? because here's <laughs> the deal: is because this is what happens: is I, 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 I have the onus on myself to be a messenger of truth, and when people start thinking that they can say BS and not be called out on it, listen, if I'm saying something that's BS, I want somebody to call me out on it. Like I'm willing to be wrong, but yeah. if people are just, and this happens a lot in Oregon, I'm sure you've seen it. But people are so set in their ways and nobody is man enough to say, hey, no, that's wrong. And they just get comfortable with it. They get comfortable preaching their agenda. They get comfortable with their, you know, philosophies and ideologies that they really don't have any moral reasoning behind. They don't have any logical reasoning behind. They don't have any scientific reasoning behind. They just have feelings. They've never been challenged. They've never been challenged. They've never been challenged, sure. And so they'll just keep talking about it. And it's like, well, no. And I know what you're talking about we, when we were at that barbecue and that girl started saying something and then they asked me <laughs> and I was like, well, you know, this is what I believe. And then they started coming at me like real hard. And I was like, no, like, no, this, these are the facts. This is what wow. I believe. And they're like, what, you think that? And I'm like, no, I don't think that. That's a fact. Like, you can look that up. Yeah. And no, I just think get... when someone asks you per- directly, yeah, I think, yeah, give your answer. Be honest and uh, yeah. speak the truth. Uh, and yeah, I'm just giving you a hard time, I know, uh, I know. but I think, um, I think, but it is, people... there is a, well, there is a balance too, because some people will say some stuff that like they think is okay, but can be really, you know, offensive or just disingenuous in general. And it's like, in my opinion, like that needs to be called out if it's becoming an issue. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not yeah. afraid to like say, Hey, that's wrong. You know? Yeah, no, I know exactly what you mean. I think sometimes for people what people lack is the ability to have a civil debate yeah. with somebody, not get angry, not get all their emotions, uh, like in a wad. And they think like whenever you disagree with them on a certain topic or whatever, that you're attacking them directly. Yeah. Because especially if they carry something like an ideology with them, because yeah. uh, because if you attack an ideology, it's like you're attacking everything that they believe and they stand for, because that's literally like the bedrock of their of their core belief systems. Like you're attacked, they feel as if you're attacking them. And so that's, I think they misunderstand the, the really cool idea of having a civil debate and being able to talk about things freely and not get all emotional. Sure. You know? Sure. Yeah. I mean, like I talked to a friend of mine the other day, um, because she had expressed to me that she's pro choice and I'm very much pro life and Uh I'm not really shy about it because of, how I feel, what I feel abortion is. And, um, but we were able to have a conversation about it and we found a lot of common ground. And, and I think, you know, both parties were challenged in that conversation with thinking, but you know, my thing is like, if you're going to have a stance that you hold so near and dear to the point where you're willing to argue with somebody, then you should be able to defend that stance a little bit better than how you feel. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. Like that, 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 that belief system, like if you are pro-choice, be able Mm -hmm. to back that up. Like, I'm pro-life. Oh, yeah. I can back that up. I'm a Christian. I can back that up. Now, I'm not saying that there's not people that might stump me if we start talking or have points that I can't answer. But for me, I've thought about it. I've <clears throat> researched into it. And if I'm going to bring something up in a discussion, 
generally it's because I know what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you you put in the research, you put in like it's not just, just some half cooked idea of yours that you know sure. that you kind of stand. It, no, it's like you like you really try to believe in it and really look into the fact in, into the information. Yeah, uh, yeah, that's a, that's a tricky one. I don't want to get so into the whole abortion issue, but I mean, yeah. I think I think it's an example. Yeah, yeah, like the service, they look at it as like, hey, like you're. It, they say it's like you're killing a baby, you know, like that's. Sure. And that is that is super harsh. That's like that like breaks my heart to know that a baby just died. Mm-hmm. Like that's how I see it too. Is emotionally like it emotionally affects me to to understand that information that a baby just died. Like that's how I see it too. Sure. Is a baby just died? But I also think that there is a lot of gray area. Life is very complex. There's a lot of different things going on, and I think that some people are pro-choice. Have uh, yeah. There's definitely there's definitely some cases where things are different than the average case yeah and so yeah. And like yeah i don't want to get too, too far into that no. but that's like that's a whole can of worms you yeah know? and we and i actually do want to get um i do want to get somebody uh i want to get a woman on there's a, a lady named lee what's it, what's it lila rose i think she she started this company called live action i think it's one of the biggest um like pro-life movements right now and I'd love to get her on my podcast and just discuss this topic just because, you know, I think men are allowed to talk about it, but mm-hmm. I think just from like a logistical standpoint, a lot of people would be more receptive to hearing a woman talk about it. Does that yeah, make sense? So. Because mm-hmm. truth is truth, no matter who's saying it, but sometimes you just need the right person to say it before you're going to listen. Mm-hmm. Um, but I would love to have her on, but yeah, so yeah, and we won't even, we won't even, um, you know, I'm very open about where I stand on that and I'm not uh, faltering in any way, but I, I do think you're right. I think there's some gray area and what I challenged my friend with when she said like, well, what about like rape and incest? I was like, okay, so if we're going to use those as examples, are we going to say every other one is bad then? And it's mm-hmm. like, and most people will bring those up, not really believing that other types of abortion are bad. And it's like, well, we don't really need to use these examples then because you still think that these are, you know, if you want to argue about rape and incest, okay, let's, let's do that. Let's talk about that. All these others are bad. Um, and then here's the gray area, but they don't think there's gray area in most cases. So yeah, they just want to use the very small minority of cases to expand. I think, yeah, I think that's, I think that's true. I think with a lot of arguments, a lot of, a lot of problems, people always, people tend to see things as black and white. It's yeah. either this or that, and and that has proved throughout history to be a very deadly way of seeing things because it's either you're on this side or that side, and there is no in between, and that's what caused things like World War One and Two. Sure, kind of that's what it kind of came down to, and people just go way far on the extreme on either side. Yeah, and sure. We need to be careful of that. We need to learn from the mistakes that humanity has made and try not to do that again. Yeah, I mean, we see that in politics, you know, it's like, and this is why I, I, people like ask me like, oh, you know, like, are you political? And it's like, no, I'm not really political. I just stand on policy and I have certain stances on policy because, yeah. um, and I don't really, I don't agree with the, you know, the black and white Democrat, Republican. I, I align a little bit more with conservative and liberal just because that's a, a more of a spectrum, you know, that you can be on. As far as like, you know, you can kind of explain, like if you say I'm a Democrat, say, okay, you're a Democrat. Like that just puts you in a category. Oh, okay, gotcha, but if gotcha, you say gotcha. you're liberal, you can, you can, you know, say I'm a little liberal here or I'm a little bit, 
you know, conservative here or whatever, or I have certain conservative value. You know, it's more of a, you know, there's like a, I mean, it's a spectrum. And I, that word yeah. is, it kind of bothers me sometimes because people use it for certain things. But anyway. Um, yeah. No, I think, I think I, one of my, uh, I had a teacher when, I, when we were at NEO, it was my government teacher. And I think he put it really well. I never heard it put it this way, but he's talking about whenever people are discussing policy or laws and it's like, what do you value more? Security or freedom? And total freedom, you don't want that because that's anarchy. Yeah. You know, and total security, you don't want that because that's like totalitarian government. Sure. You know, you don't sure. want that either. So you kind of got a teeter totter yeah. on certain policies. It's like, which one do we value more here? Freedom or yeah. security? Yeah. You know, that co- that goes down to everything to you know, uh, like socialism, like that's, that's a more of a security route yeah. because there's security that you're not going to starve to death. Uh, you know, and, and then, you know, the freedom route in terms of like having, being able to have, uh, bare arms yeah. and that's sure. security as well. Yeah. That's, yeah. That's the yeah. And I think, you know, we're seeing it now, you know, a lot of the country or at least the outspoken, uh, parts of the country are very much on the left. And if the pendulum and historically the pendulum swings, you know, back and forth, you know, we see that, oh, this doesn't work. And then we go back to the right and we see that, OK, well, completely over here doesn't work. And then, you know, so I just really I really hope we're not going to. I feel like we're not going to learn from our mistakes. I mean, every culture in the world has imploded at some point. You know, there's not a culture currently that was here 2000 years ago and there's not going to be a culture now that's going to be here 2000 years from now. Because nobody learns from their mistakes, um, and history repeats itself. I have a question, though. I have a question because I, I I know exactly what you mean, and I and I think along the same line. But do you think that the way technology is now has a difference, makes a difference with that argument? Because back then technology was relatively the same, mm. and now technology has exponentially grown within the last twenty years or hundred mm. years. You know, it's like technology is not it's not in the same ballpark with technology. Yeah. So do you think that that might change things? You know, I think it's weird. Um, and I, I think it's a multifaceted answer. Um, I think if it changes things, man, I think if we're seeing things speed up, I think that's just going to speed up the implosion of culture even more because we're starting to see. Uh, I mean, it, you know, we look at social media and we look at the news and stuff. It's just more and more divisive. It just becomes yeah. more and more divisive. And I think. You know, you think about like, you know, when early times when we get our information, it would take, you know, somebody could die over here and it would take two months. And in retrospect, like they legitimately like we don't even know they die. It's almost as if they didn't for those two months while the information is being carried from point A to point B. And so I don't think I think it's just going to speed up. Like, I think we're just going to see like things happen. Like, I think things are just evolving. And I think the way the world works, man, they just evolve negatively. Um and, and, you know, and we can get into a whole faith topic about this too, as to where like the church stands on this and stuff. But, uh, but I don't, I don't really think we know with the time we have today, but like just looking at it, you know, like we're, I, I was looking at it today and I was looking at, um, that girl on TikTok, the Charlie DeMillo or De, 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 uh, I'm not on there, so I don't know. Yeah. I, well, I don't, I'm not really on there either. I was just, she's like, got like, she's the biggest TikToker, And I was like, huh. Cause she makes a lot of money. She's featured in a lot of videos and stuff. She's like 15 and we give like, you know, child stars and we put like so much onus on like, and we give money to like people that are young that haven't really paid a lot of dues. 
and like we publicize that and i think that's just going to continue and i think it's a very dangerous thing to be giving like and this is kind of a tangent but i think just our culture in general like idealize idolizing children and idolizing youth and value not necessarily i'm not saying their opinions aren't valid but they're not mature they're not adults they they should not be making big decisions and i think we've seen a wave within our culture to say that no 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 no. children have just as much right as adults do to make big life-changing decisions and we give them that that platform and that uh fame and now obviously that's an extreme example with her but i just think that shows where culture is going in general yeah i think so i think we have there's there's a movement with like I think it's more to the left that is do, trying to do this, but they're trying to eradicate the culture of the past completely and try to bring something new yep. to the table. Yep. You know, and I think that is a mistake. I think progress is good, but I think it's a mistake to try to eradicate your culture because because that's the it, like I think this this kind of goes back to the, uh, the what I was saying on the last podcast. It took a long time for people to figure out something out, and like we kind of stand. Mm-hmm. Like in everything that we have nowadays, like with the security of being in your home and all that, like that took time to get. Like that's there. That there's something to be said for that, and to just try to eradicate all the values that the culture uh, that your culture made, yeah, and, and and replace it with new values. I think that's a mistake. I think you need to keep some of the, the core values of your culture and bring some, and be able to be progressive enough to see where changes need to be made yeah. or new values added in. Yeah. When I think too, a lot of people will do this, and this really drives me nuts. They'll they'll pick and choose what, and I I'm guilty of it. You know, we look at certain things that <clears throat> other cultures have done in the past, and we use those to fit our own narrative. You know, people will say, "Well, this culture has done this in the past," and it's like, <clears throat> "Yeah, but that culture doesn't exist anymore." So, is this action did this contribute to that non-existence? You know what I mean, like. And so it's like, well, we have to dig a little bit deeper and than just saying, you know, oh, the West is horrible. Oh. Up on me. I, I didn't mean to. Um, my connection was lost. So this, dude, this, the Wi-Fi in this house is horrible. I got to get a new place. I'm actually leaving probably today to go back down to Cali. Uh, but like I was saying, like, we, we'll just, we'll pick and choose. Okay, this culture did this once and our culture doesn't do this. And I like this. Um, so I'm just going to say that other cultures have done this in the past. And it's like, well, let's look at like, let's look a little bit deeper than just, you know, oh my gosh, is our connection out again? All right. Third time's a charm. This, this Wi-Fi is pissing me off. I've got it hooked up to my phone too. My, this Wi-Fi is so bad. It is ruining my cellular data. That's how bad it is. I have a hotspot on my phone that doesn't even work because of how bad this Wi-Fi is. I got to get to Cali. You know what it is? It's the government. It's the government trying to ruin your podcast career. It's the they, know, they know it's about to explode. They know it's about to explode, and they're like, no, we can't let this happen. we got to do everything we can. I know, man. Like, getting up there. It's already exploded, man. It's huge. I know, man. There's like three people that watch it at least. Our last podcast did decent. Oh, yeah? How many get? I don't know. A couple. 24. A couple. <laughs> Go with thou. Just a couple. Couple mil, just a couple. Three billion people watched the last podcast. One billion subscribers. What was I saying? Oh yeah, uh, just because another culture, basically, just because another culture did it, doesn't mean we should do it. You know, like our culture is the best culture of all time. Like I, I'll just say it. Like we're the freest. We have the most liberties. 
Um, we have the most, the best ability to succeed. You know, the American dream didn't come from nowhere. And, and I think everybody's progressiveness a lot of times is, th- it's not progressive. It's going backwards because, yeah. because the process isn't taking as, isn't going as fast as people would like it to. So they're trying to progress it faster, but in doing so they're going the completely opposite direction. Yeah. Here's an interesting thing I learned the other day. It was like, so the number of people that live on like less than, I forgot what the word was, like extreme poverty, which is like less than $1.50 a day. The sure. people that live on less than $1.50 a day. Uh, like we worldwide we took that out since two, the, since the year 2000, we took that out by 50% for the whole world. Really? Yeah. Isn't huh. that crazy? Well, and, so, and two, like, and, well, like, here's the, here, here's the thing too, is like people will say, you know, they'll throw a number out there. They'll be like, well, these people make $4 a day. It's like, okay, $4 a day 50 years ago was a different amount than it is now, you know? And it's the same way in other countries. Like $4 gets you a lot more than, so like when they, and, and I'm not saying people aren't making really crappy wages, but $4 is not the same in Africa as it is in America. It's a completely different it's got a completely different price tag on it, even though we, you know, you know what I mean? When they live differently, I think a lot of those, I mean, I've never been to Africa, but I feel like there's people that are agrarian. They live sure. literally off the earth. Like they yeah. have their, they grow their own food. And I don't know. I think it's, yeah, I think with everything, it's such a complex topic. It's like to go into all the details, you'd have to do so much research and actually have yeah. to go get their firsthand experiences with all these people. And you'd have to, yeah, just to be able to be an authority on it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, but but yeah. So that's basically. How's your dad doing? I, my mom's actually calling me right now. Uh, oh yeah, probably has something to do with that. Um, he, I mean, he's still in the hospital. I think his oxygen's low, but he should be out. He hasn't had a fever in a few days. Um, you know, we thought he was going to be able to come out a couple days ago. So I mean, any day now, he should be allowed to come home. So he's not contagious. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it's really good. You know, not a lot of people, I guess the death toll is almost 9,000 right now in America. Yeah. Hmm. So, which is crazy to think about. Yeah. Cause yeah. that's within like the last month. Yeah. So yeah, apparently, uh, this week is the peak. That's what they say. Oh, this is going to be the worst week. Uh, yeah, that's what they say. I don't know how they know that, but I know there's a lot of people that are a lot smarter than me. It's like the weather, man. Yeah. It's paid to be wrong. Yeah. So, um, well, yeah, man, I don't really, uh, I don't really have much more, uh, for today. Yeah. I kind of got to get packing and stuff. Um, I'm going to head down there, try to make the trip. So as soon as I can, how long is that? 16 hours. It's 16. Yeah. I don't know. I don't, I'm not, I'm definitely probably, if I go tonight, I'm not driving the whole way. I mean, you have to wake up and then. Leave. I know. I remember last time when we were like, Hey, let's just go tonight. Let's just go tonight. And then I got to miss, I miss all the beautiful scenery. Well, whose fault was that? Yours. Okay. Uh, What's your point? <laughs> I'll take, Hey, I'll take ownership. I just wanted to make sure you knew whose fault it was. I was like, well, maybe there's a chance he thinks it's his fault, so I'll ask him. Yeah, you thought you could bamboozle me. Bamboozle. I'll do that sometimes, man. When when people uh, when I owe people money, I'll send them like a uh, instead of like paying them, I'll just send them a request for 
amount of money on Venmo. You know how you can push pay or request? Like, let's yeah. say I owe somebody 10 bucks. I'll send them a request and see if they pay me 10 bucks. <laughs> it's like, hey, if you're stupid enough to pay me $10, I, I deserve it. Because all you got to do is push a button. It's uh-huh. just like, next thing I know, I got 10 bucks. I owe, Next thing I know, I owe him, I owe him 20 bucks. Right. It's like, oh, I owe you 10 bucks. Oh, here you go. It's like, oh, cool. Wait, no, no. I already gave you. Oh, yeah. Daddy's going to get McDonald's. <laughs> McDonald's. 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 Wait a second. Right. No, stop plugging McDonald's in my freaking podcast. You did it again. You son Look, of a. Hey, you got to be sly nowadays because you're, you're a complete dictator with this, you know. Anyway, but, um, hey, my mom's actually texting me to call her, so it's probably important. Okay. Probably has something to do with that. All right, man. We'll, so, yeah. Um, Guys, if you could be, um, just be praying for my family. Um, if you want, I will be uh, taking prayer requests on my Instagram. I'll pray for each and every one that I that I get. Um, so send those over. But uh, yeah, um, go over to my YouTube channel, subscribe, Christian Robertson. I did that one mile swim with no training. That vlog is going to be up Thursday. I love how you have to add that no training. Uh, I got Jaden Cox coming on the podcast this week. Going to be on Kate. Oh yeah. Caden Henschel's podcast this week. He's going to be on mine, so that'll be fun. Um, what else? What else? Get yourself some ActiWare, 15% off. Promo code Barbell Robertson. Link in the description. Go get it. So, hashtag Supper Together. You got anything else to say, Gus, before I end this thing? Hey, God bless America, and God bless the Big Mac. Go get you one. Gosh, they're having a sale right now. I hope they're paying you. Use the promo code that I have. I provide on my Instagram. All right, Gus, I love you, buddy, but uh, I think we're done here.